Welcome, welcome back to What's Our Film, Brothers and Sisters. Today I'm here with the one and only Johannes and Ishan. And we're back and gonna review Mama Mia. Amen, brother, amen. <laughs> who, who, is, who are you, though? You haven't introduced yourself. Who are you? I'm still Jacob Mann, but I just had a trip to Jamaica and I just got the oh spirits, man. I got a, I got a Not again. going. <laughs> Last week you were Captain Price and now this... Yeah, I, I I love that Jamaica has nothing to do with Greece or Mamma Mia. <laughs> well, the bartender is Jamaican, right? Or is he? Yeah, yeah. that's, that's true. It's got to be something Jamaican yeah, yeah. in there. Yeah, I think that's the best intro we've Hell had yeah. so far on the show. But yeah, thank you, thank you, brother. <laughs> Much love. Where have you been, Jacob? In the past couple of episodes, you kind of. What, what, what uh, adventures have you been up to? As I said, brother, <laughs> I was taking a trip in a Jamaica and spirit up in the mountains, oh, enjoying no. the nature. <laughs> Get these spiritual eyes. <laughs> uh, nah, um, Sorry, your dreadlocks are blocking the mic. I can't hear you, man. No, honest, you honestly, I don't know. Um, I've been, yeah, the, the past week or two, I've been in Norway enjoying my uh, my, yeah. my life there. Um, and yeah, it's just chilling out. Uh, not, not much. Um, yeah. Working on... Uh, well, maybe a little spin-off for um, Jules, but uh, we're not gonna. What? Uh, no, 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 no. We're not gonna talk about you that. You told me. <laughs> no, so well, let's keep the focus on Mamma Mia, man. <laughs> let's do it. Hell yeah! So you recently watched the film season. You were the newest one who, who hasn't seen hadn't seen the film at this point. Yes. So you yeah. sat down with your parents and saw this film. <laughs> like, yeah. what, it's a yearly like, tradition. How, how was the how was the mood in the room? Like, had had. Uh, Either of your parents watched it before, or was it just you? No, nah, I don't think they had. But I'm, I think my dad was a huge fan of Mamma Mia because I remember growing up and listening to those songs mm-hmm. when I was little. So he was kind of familiar, but I don't think my mom was. And it was just, it was chill. It was a chill mood. It's a very odd film for you, Ishan, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> I, my, my parents looked at me questioningly when I turned it on. They, they did kind of like talk through most of it, but yeah. So, so it yes, was cozy. So you it was were cozy. like the only one there that tried to, um, <laughs> just like, guys, yeah. shut up. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Shut yeah. up. I'm watching a movie, ma. <laughs> I think. You said you said you uh, you said you lost some yeah. testosterone while you were yeah. watching it. Yeah, definitely estrogen <laughs> was flowing through my body as I was watching this. <laughs> <laughs> Mamma Mia! What 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 a welcome for for a little family here. We have been sending desperate postcards uh, to Jacob to get him to come back to England so we could do this. So that's the entire plot <laughs> yeah. of Mamma Mia: just sending random letters and hoping someone will answer. <laughs> Jacob's headsets are two coconuts right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm good. I'm back, oh, man. man. I'm back, man. I'm ready to um, I'm ready to anal- analyze uh, that movie, man. Okay, so so so, so right, just starting right. with the movie right now. Um, what did you guys like it? Just just very simple or straightforward. Did you guys enjoy the film, the first one? We're talking the first one right now. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Indeed. Yep. <laughs> yeah, he's like he's like whoever says anything bad about it is going, going down. down ten no, I uh, I think it's uh, yeah, it's obviously a classic, but no, I really enjoyed it. I really do enjoy it. It's 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 definitely high on my list on musicals, mm-hmm. and um, mm. I don't know. I just like the vibe, uh, mm-hmm. and also the second one. I I really love the second one because mm-hmm. it really it really right. got me the the. F- the first part um, the first film vibes and it was just great it was a great experience the the music in the cinema was good and yeah I I really like the movies you know what I've heard that like watching these two films in the cinema is like a way better experience did you both see it in the cinema the first 
one I didn't like. I, I think I was eight years old at this point. But I remember, I remember when it came out because I remember there was a lot of nostalgia thing going on in the cinema because I remember there were so many people outside yeah. ones, and I remember I still remember mm. the signs. But oh, wow. the second one I did watch, I watched it at a... Jacob was supposed to join me for it, but, but he didn't. But we were watching uh, mm. it at a, f- a film festival in Italy uh, oh, a, yeah. a couple of weeks prior to, to its release in Norway. And oh, we actually yeah. got to have an interview with uh, with the, uh, the actor who portrays uh, Sam in the second one, or, y- or young Sam. Uh, oh, crazy. Yeah, All right. Again? Dominic. Jeremy yeah. Irvine. Yeah, with, yeah. Uh, where we got to have sort of like an interview or uh, a panel with uh, Jeremy, and that was uh, oh cool. Was he just on his own, or was this like a press? It was sort of, it's sort of, it was sort of a or? promotional thing for the film when it, when it was released, uh, or like a bit, a bit hmm. prior to its release. But it was really fun. It was really interesting listening to him talk about the film and how it was to work on it. And was he as dreamy as he was in the I, film? Uh, the first time I laid eyes on him, mean, I fell in love, man. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, no. So that was a really interesting experience, getting to like meet with uh, one of the actors and, and watching the movie. So I think I think almost like, two weeks before anyone else, and especially in Norway, uh, were able to see it. And I remember I had uh, mm. I was sitting. Uh, with sort of like emotion, like oh, you guys are about to see something good. Like I, I could just because I didn't want to spoil anything because yeah. I, I think they, I believe they said we couldn't say any talk so much about a film or at least or at least right, try right. to be quiet and like, we couldn't like they checked our bags for phones and video recorders and all that. So yeah. Oh damn. So it was, but it was it was a really, really fun experience. And uh, but yeah, yeah. As, as you said earlier, that it is one of those films where it's best to see in a theater or at least with yeah. Uh, Abba Mamma Mia fans because they take off like they will start dancing mm-hmm. in the audience they will sing because you were allowed you were allowed to sing along you are oh, allowed wow. to dance and run around and stuff like that so there's a lot like that <laughs> but like compared to did you do any of that? <laughs> uh, me and Frederick sang <laughs> oh that's in, cool in our seat. All right, all right. Yeah, we, we sang and we waved our hands around and stuff like that it was, that was fun but yeah yeah, yeah, I didn't watch it there because I was supposed to watch it uh, at that time mm. <laughs> with my girlfriend um, oh. and my other best friend and his girlfriend. Yeah. Uh, but we watched it at home, yeah, and it was really good. It was really nice yeah. watching the cinema. Yeah. It was uh, wonderful. Nice <laughs> <laughs> one. I saw it on my yeah. phone. <laughs> Four inch phone. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think that really gives it the same feeling. I know. I think, on a phone I know. Like that. I'm Is too it? lazy, all right. <laughs> I need to lie down yeah. when I do anything. Oh my god! But, okay, no, but no, you know what? I uh, you know what? I I was gonna like destroy this film, but I'm gonna hang back. Mm-hmm. Then I'm gonna hang back. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean destroy this film? I mean, I liked it. No, the first one I re I like enjoyed it, right? Because my mom and dad were having fun. I was having fun. But the second one I didn't enjoy as much. But um, uh, okay, why? I guess in, immediately for me it was the cinematography change. It's all kind of the first one had like great like set pieces. You know, the, the outside a lot, the sun's shining on her hair, and it's all like sh- reflective, and it looks really um, like dynamic. If you know what I mean, it's like three dimensional. But the second film just felt flat. It felt like you know, obviously shot in digital, I guess. Mm-hmm. And yeah, just I mean, there was a scene. Um, say the camera is moving from left to right. It reaches the middle. It cuts, and then it goes from middle to left again. It's like, why did you need to cut there and stuff like that? Mm-hmm. I kind of noticed, but 
Okay. It was still kind of fun though. Like I still kind of liked, especially the ending for it, which I guess we can spoil, right? Like the whole birthing thing. I was kind of like, not choking up, but I was like, oh, that's cool. I guess. Um, hmm. Hmm. But but what, what, did you guys feel that way about the cinematography too? Yeah, I mean, the you can see, you can clearly see that there's a difference between the times of their creation mm. uh, from, from of the two films. Like the first one is it was in 2008, and the second one was 2017 or 18, right? Yeah, if uh, yeah, 2018, 18, yeah. 18, yeah. So 10 years apart, and and you can also see that they shot a lot more on location in Greece mm. uh, with the first one compared to the second one where they actually filmed in Croatia and also. They used a lot, a lot more blue and green screen. Oh, I see. Yeah, and yeah. So you, it sort of has the feeling, right? It sort of gives the feeling of a, uh, of a lot. They use a lot more digital effects, which is, you, they look good, but there's something sort of off about it. Like it's too mm. perfect that it it doesn't look realistic in a way. Yeah, so and a lot of like wide shots too. I noticed where, mm. you know how like. I think it's called like the bokeh effect where the background's a bit blurry. I didn't really see much of that. It was all like wide and I guess like on a big screen it looks amazing, right? But maybe that's what mm-hmm. it is. Yeah, maybe I should have seen that in the cinema, but but um Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's I think it's hard to um argue about um especially, you know, wide shots and just shots in general yeah. when you saw it on the <laughs> on the telephone. Yeah. Okay, it was yeah. so interesting. And we saw it on a fucking cinema. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay, I'll tell you what I liked. I did like like Lily James's singing. I thought that was like amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Way better than PS4. So oh, yeah, true, true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You've got a chance. <laughs> I think um, I remember. Uh, I think I remember. I, I really liked the. Uh, the scene in the second one, just mm. like uh, with the cinematography in, in this, like the, they did this mirror transition. You remember that? Oh yeah, when, yeah. when they're singing uh, "One of Us," uh, and mm. the transition is so smooth. But I can sort of see wh- what do you mean by you don't like it because it feels a bit corny, too nice, corny. Yeah, but, but but like compared to the other one, which has a bit more rough thing, roughness to it. I thought it felt good. Mm. No, yeah, it felt. It and fe- here we like, are. Like I, I probably would need to watch it a few more times, but when I'm looking at it now, just a half in here in background, it's it's really smooth the transitions and mm. sort of the the, the work. It's, it's at least in this scene, particular scene, the one of us uh, scene. Yeah, the match shots I really liked in the second one too. I forgot to mention that they do that quite a lot, don't they? Where it, you think you're in the past, but then like Lily James's character walks out of the room and it's. Uh, mm. Sophie and it's like alright that, you know that, that worked they're showing that they, they're one and the same in a way like obviously the reason I think why people love this film so much is because they love ABBA mm. you guys like ABBA right I'm just gonna ask that right out I'm oh yeah, to find yeah the, I love the, the, it yeah okay yeah <laughs> so yeah ABBA's amazing it, it, it started in, in, in 72 I believe mm. 1972 and actually were they actually the reason why they be, became famous worldwide was because of uh, what Eurovision was it was it Eurovision yeah 1974 yeah yeah and they, and they really had their breakthrough in in 1974 with their uh, performance of Waterloo at the Eurovision song contest mm. and, and Sweden won and, and from there they went on to just become they just made a hit after hit after hit apparently yeah I, I have this feeling that a l- very few artists or bands has that many familiar songs hmm 
that are so good. Like when I when I listen to ABBA, song, ABBA songs or like the best of ABBA or something like that, there's so many recognizable songs that's like, oh my god, this one is good, this one is good, this one is good. Yeah. There's there's very few of those songs that's ah, oh, that's that was pretty mm-hmm. bad. Like uh, Waterloo, SOS, Mamma Fernando, Dancing Queen, Money, Money, Knowing Me, Knowing You, uh, Name of the Game, and Chiquitita, <laughs> yeah. When It Takes It All, Super Trooper. Like there there's so many, and yeah. everyone is like so. F- um, so beautifully sung and also so up, uplifting. What do you think, mm, uh, Jacob? Mm. You're you're a bit more a music expert than than me and uh, Ishan here. The music is just catchy and it's happy and you know it's just a classic piece, I mm. guess. And it's just it's really just hit the perfect point for people. And um, and yeah, what do you think, uh, Jeremy? You know, brother, you know, brother, uh, in this business, um, uh, there's a lot of things that's uh, supposed to hit the perfect score. And this film and, uh, and ABBA, they are really doing it, you know, man. So I believe the, the music, the upliftness, the, the, the meaning of life you get when you're when you're uh, listening and watching this movie is, uh, is at the top, man. It's, it's as we like to say it here in Jamaica, it makes you spiritualized. <laughs> Can't argue with that. I think when I first heard... ABBA recently I kind of listened to the Mamma Mia soundtrack first so I didn't really listen to ABBA I did it the other way around because people have kind of said Meryl Streep singing isn't that great but I don't know I I enjoy it I think it's good man I think it's good yeah maybe I'm just like deaf Uh, or whatever but I like it I I listen to uh, as much as I listen to um, The Winner Takes It All The Winner Takes It All yes (laughs) as much as I listen to ABBA's version I listen as much as to uh, Cheryl Streep's version man Mm -hmm. because it's it's really nice I like it yeah yeah, yeah, Uh, yeah. and I think her singing is great and also Lily Ames Mm -hmm. singing is really nice Mm -hmm. um so I think they pulled it off really good. Yeah, yeah. you're like Lily James Coleman. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think yeah, I th- really, honestly, yeah. <laughs> I think the weakest of the of the, all the singing singing were the were the men, in, especially in the first oh, one, maybe oh, the second yeah. one. Like a lot of the men, they weren't so. So, so the thing was, I, I was watch, looking at some behind the scenes work here, and and uh, and none of them had none of the cast really had singer experience or have had had sung like that. Mm. But I mean. It sort of fit, you know, like they're, that the, the men weren't perfect performers and singers like that. Mm. It sort of just made it a bit more real. Like when when they were singing uh, "Our Last Summer" in the, in in the first one, I was I was really like, it's actually reminded me of just sitting around a campfire and and, and some guy singing All instead right. of like going to a mm-hmm. perfect concert like with this guy that's so out of tune and stuff like that. Mm. Yeah. Those uh, nowadays rappers. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, skr, skr. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> what I think uh, those two movies did, they, as Johannes said, you know, mm. it makes the the women uh, kind of stand out a bit because you yeah. know, I feel like uh, I don't know if it's the woman that chased the men or if the men wants to chase the women. Right. I don't know. I don't remember which part it is. But it's just, uh, I, th- I feel like, yeah, the women stand, stand out a bit more in this film. Because uh, obviously the, the main person is is, is a woman. Yeah. Uh, and the singing is good, you know. And yeah. yeah, I don't know where I was supposed to go with this. But yeah, no. that's what I thought. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. Because it's empowering in a way, right? Because in the second yeah, film, yeah. it's not, she's kind of set on making this, she's made her decision. She's made her mind that she's going to go to this yeah. island and no one's going to stop yeah. me. Even though there's guys like... Um, Bill and uh, Sam and yeah. uh, what the frick is his name again? <laughs> Who's the other guy? Uh, 
Bradley Cooper. Let's say Bradley Cooper. I know it's not him, but let's just Harry, say Bradley. Harry. Yeah, Harry. And they, Harry. they all try and kind of persuade her to like go off with them, but she just yeah. wants to kind of have her own little paradise in a way. So that's kind of nice. I like that. Yeah. But, and also, you know, uh, yeah, that's my, I think my point was to, um, as again, Johanna said, yeah. uh, that the men weren't perfect. Mm. So, you know, as w- the, they met women extra perfect in this movie mm. uh, and their singing was so good. Mm. And the men, you know, were a bit more uh, down, I said, or like down, not, not downgraded, but, you know, it's just how the movie was made. Right, right. And mm. maybe that was, you know, trying to connect it to the main plot itself of how, you know, kind of men wanted to chase the higher class women or something. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, anyway, th- thank you guys so much for <laughs> watching the video. <laughs> He's giving up already. Don't worry, man. Don't worry. We got you. <laughs> I got me. Yeah. Oh, should we describe, like, say, just like the plot summary for the first one and second yeah. one? Yeah. So, yeah, the first one, I basically just copied and pasted from IMDb. <laughs> so, yeah, it's basically... Well, this film is set on a colorful Greek island. Uh, the plot serves as a background for a wealth of ABBA songs. A young woman about to be married discovers that any one of her three men could be her father. She invites all three to the wedding, uh, wedding without telling her mother, Donna, who was once the lead singer of Donna and the Dynamos. In the meantime, Donna has invited her backup singers, Rosie and Tanya. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what I just said. <laughs> no plot line. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean. Wait, I mean you've seen both, yeah, right? Yeah, I've seen both. Yeah. The first one, I remember, I saw it probably around 2013, 14, but I always sort of loved mm. the songs, mm. and my, and because I remember my mother and uh, sister loved this film, these films, and I was sort of. Uh, I mean, it was a girly film at the time, right? Yeah. It was. It's, it's still sort of a girly film, but mm. I'm not. I'm not sure if that's appropriate to say. But like, it, it was meant as sort of like a girly oh, yeah, film. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, uh, but after a while, just I just uh, have to help with it. I'll watch it, and yeah. I think I watch it with some with some friends and. And I remember, like, because the girls in my friend circle had, had seen it, and I think I was watching with with them, mm. and they were just like laughing and just talking and stuff like that with the film. But I was, I was mm. actually sat, I actually sat in my seat, and I was like actually concentrating, no like, I like this. This is, <laughs> I like, I think this is a good <laughs> film. I mean, yeah. it's, it's, I remember the first day we got to university here, uh, one of our film professors mm. asked us, "What is your guilty pleasures?" film like any or anything like that and i said mm. mama mia mama mia is my biggest guilty pleasure i love the film so much for some reason and i don't yeah. know it just makes me so every time i, I watch it I, I just light up i become so happy i just want to dance like all every right, time i watch right. it like the next five to one to two weeks uh, i'll i'll listen to abba <laughs> a lot but yeah so, so the first one I had really positive effect. What about you, Jacob? Do you remember the first time watching it or something like that? Uh, I, I would, I would guess I watched it with my family. Uh, I don't really, yeah. The film didn't really make much impact on me when I was little, as you said, because mm. yeah, it felt just more like a girl thing. Because mm. you know, when you're a young boy, you're like, ooh, girls. <laughs> <Please>. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, definitely the same with me. Mm. I know I'm not sure when it started my impact. Maybe maybe around a couple of years ago. Mm. Uh, yeah. Not even that, you know. Maybe two or three years. Watched it again. I'm like, damn, this is a good movie. Mm. And then I watched <laughs> it again, and, and I'm like, wow, this is something beautiful. <laughs> and yeah, and, you know, you have those periods, and uh, also got me hyped for the second one. Yeah. Mm. Um, when I watched the second one, I was like, wow, this is this feels nice. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Should I say the plus summary for the second one then? Yeah. Oh yeah, go for it, man. Yeah. 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 All right. Um, 
Also from IMDb. Mm. Uh, in this musical romantic comedy, a woman grapples with running her mother's villa while also ex expecting her first child and worries that she won't be able to handle everything on her own. So she enlists two of her mother's friends for assurance, help and guidance. Along the way, she learns about her mother's past and how faces uh, a surprise visit from someone she's never met. Her, grandfa uh, her grandmother. Mm. Yeah, and you know, starring all those people. Yeah. Uh, Were you guys surprised yeah, when Cher, Cher showed up? Kind of, kind of. I mean, I, 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 I saw her in the trailer, mm. so I wasn't. Mm, I but, mean, but also, yeah. <laughs> it was It was just so... I think I remember watching the trailer, and I was... It was. I felt it was so random. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because the whole um, thing is... In the first film, I think... Um, Meryl Streep's character mentions that well Meryl Streep who plays Donna uh, mentions that her mum's dead do you remember that scene when she falls I mean I, th I think I think I think they it's her and her two best mates dancing and they fall on the bed yeah and she kind of goes yeah, someone up there has it in for me yeah right. yeah so that was yeah so everyone assumed she was dead but mm. they didn't really tell she was dead. They established that they didn't have any contact because she later on said in the film when the mother or Cher found out that Donna was pregnant with uh, with Sophie, she said not to return home. So she mm. didn't. I mean, it's sort oh, of a plot hole. Yeah. It, it's sort of a plot hole that that she apparently was dead in the first one, but it wasn't really told she was. But mm. I mean. Everybody assumed it. But I actually have an interesting fact. Yeah. Like, so Cher didn't ask to get the role of uh, Sophie's grandmother. <laughs> she was told. So they, yeah, so the head of the Universal Pictures, uh, who actually used to be her agent, called her, told her hmm. she had to take the part, and then hung up before she could refuse the part. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I love it. Wow. Yeah. I love it. That's great. You know, her songs, I kind of... Uh, got introduced from like Deadpool 2 like when you turn back time and all that sort of stuff yeah <laughs> yeah I love that it's so funny that uh, Cher is actually just uh, two years older than Meryl Streep <laughs> oh yeah in <laughs> place of mother <laughs> actually what's you guys' thoughts on like Meryl Streep being dead because I, I kind of read that she it wasn't her choice it wasn't like oh I'm too busy for this film I can't do this apparently it was a choice by the director and the filmmaker they kind of decided that to add a bit of like drama that it's best to kill off Donna. Were you guys like sad basically or was it just like yeah, oh, okay. I mean, the last scene was sad, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah that's true, that's true. Because it, it was it was it was quite early. I was like, oh, oh man, I remember a lot of people gasping in the cinema. Mm. And just and some people start sobbing. Oh wow. Uh, but I didn't really think of it too much as the film went on because we saw her background and it was really nice to see him yeah, yeah. but uh, it sort of impacted me a bit a bit when she was singing at the very last mm -hmm. of the film and that was interesting yeah. uh, I saw something here so uh, you guys know Fernando in the film mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, portrayed by Andy Garcia oh hell yeah I'm, I must believe um, so he was one of my favorite characters of the film. I just liked his classiness or something. <laughs> he was just something with him. But so apparently, uh, reading here from one of the behind-the-scenes articles, his character was created after the script. Oh. Uh, and, it, in, and his character was uh, uh, written for purely one joke, for just one joke. Mm. So Cher could spot him from the balcony and shout, Fernando, and that was, and that was it. <laughs> wow, all right. And, but, but it made him into like this old love interest of, of Cher. Yeah. Uh, so cool. Yeah, that was funny. 
<laughs> that was funny. Because yeah. at first I thought he was the guy who jumped off the um, boat. Do you remember that bit where um, it's a flashback scene and there's this guy drowning, sort of, and Bill rescues him? Yeah. I thought that was Fernando for a second to explain who he was, but then it turns out he was some other guy. You know, last uh, last time I saw you, Johannes, I said that I had this like like secret weapon to unleash yeah, to turn you. I am prepared. <laughs> oh, go ahead, go okay. ahead. So the cinem- how dare you? <laughs> yeah. Wait, what's that from? <laughs> That's from uh, you know the the climate change. Girl, oh yeah, yeah. The, the young yeah yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah. Okay, so. Mm-hmm. The cinematographer, uh, cinematographer for Mamma Mia 2, his name is um, Robert D. Yeoman. And, yeah. I mean, it's great. He's done work with like Wes Anderson in other films, like The Grand Budapest Hotel. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he also worked on Ghostbusters 2016. Ooh. Mic drop. Ooh. <laughs> that was it, that was it, really. That was the Ooh. only thing I could find. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm, I'm, I'm just going to say it right here now. <laughs> I know you love that film. <laughs> Ghostbusters, the second, the, the 2016 version is actually one of the worst of cinema you can find out there. <laughs> I just wanted you to say that again. <laughs> <laughs> that just, 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 that's objectively <laughs> right. Yeah, <laughs> that is so, oh my God. You bring it up every time, so I love it. It's just so bad. But okay, I'm, I'm, I actually haven't even seen the film, but I just know it's bad. I've seen like clips and all that. But the cinematography is good, though. <laughs> yeah, actually, it was good. I mean, I mean, it's it's actually, good, no. but I mean, uh, oh yeah, I actually oh, just yeah. wanted to. So when Jacob was saying the joke that it was objectively bad, mm. uh, so it's it's been going around in our flat recently. It's just that me and Jacob and Frederick would would, would always have these arguments about objectivity and subjectivity. Oh yeah. Just like what what is good and what is bad, mm. <laughs> just reminding me because we sort of because it, it it has to do with the Marvel Marvel films, I think. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it all started with the argument that uh, Martin Scorsese said, you know, you know uh, I, I I don't know if that was Endgame or you know just Marvel movies were in real cinema, mm-hmm. and then we started talking about so what is real cinema and what is not. Yeah. And then we started to go into you know everything is subjective and all that. And, and, yeah. yeah. Was there any yeah, fights in the end? Who beat who beat who up? I want to. We, we ended up just having. Uh, we met at the flagpole at, at three o'clock. <laughs> oh <my>. <laughs> <laughs> three o'clock in the morning. Yeah, and then yeah, we, like uh, a red light this big. Yeah. Oh and then my we goodness. Just, um... <laughs> By the way, Jacob, we forgot to mention we kind of crashed into your room the other day. Yeah, we were. <laughs> yeah. Did you know about it? <laughs> um, um, guys told me and I didn't really believe it, and yeah. then you guys saying, "Yeah, what happened?" All right. Do you want to say it, Johannes? Uh, no, it was just we, we were trying out. So Frederick got this new uh, toy. That sounded, that's, that sounded so wrong. Poor Frederick. He got this new toy. Oh, no. It sounds like a vibrator or something. you got to use two hands with it as well. It's quite it's big. Like no, it's, it's the new uh, Wii Nintendo thing, like the exercise thing. I actually don't know what it's called yeah. right now. Yeah, and, uh, and we were working and we were trying it out in the kitchen and then suddenly... A woman walks into our kitchen. We're like, okay, who is this? And then, and then, uh, I know, you know, uh, Jacob, sorry, you know, the lady we interviewed for Brexit in the reception, it was her. Uh, so a lady walks in and we're just, what's that going on? And then, uh, she said, heard that there were some complaints, something from, from downstairs that someone Man. was making like this noise, like that. 
and okay. we were like, okay, what's what is it? Is it us? Like we're us jogging in in, in the kitchen, <laughs> yeah. and <laughs> so we so uh, so we just went in, into your room and stole some stuff, and then we went out. But <laughs> oh yeah, that's what we did. Yeah, but why my room? Like, was it coming straight over her? Yeah, what? apparently it was like straight on over you or under you. I mean, so we we just went in there and see if we can hear anything. But we didn't hear anything, so it wasn't anything really yeah it was really i was like whoa what if jacob's still in that room kind of like it was like stranger <laughs> things for a minute you never left i'm just there f***ing a pole or something yeah. <laughs> you, you were there for two weeks straight like yeah. without us noticing yeah you went out to, to get food in like the middle of the night mm. <laughs> yeah but the, the 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 funniest thing is i i actually could have pulled that off you know oh yeah sit um, in my room in darkness for three days and then like pop out um <laughs> I had some powder here, um, taco powder and G fuel. <laughs> it sounds so. It, it sounds so bad when we say I have some powder back home. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sounds like getting coke. Oh man. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like Howard Hughes in uh, The Aviator, just peeing in milk <laughs> bottles and watching. Uh, I don't know. Terminal impact and over and over again, <laughs> and, drink, and drinking milk and just uh, having a good time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, oh that God. would have done a terminal impact on my ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. Yeah, so awful. I guess I, I do have, like, a cool thing I found, like, um, I can bring up if you guys want about music. This is something I found about a few weeks ago, I guess, from, uh, from like, the Beach Boys. And there was this YouTube video that goes into detail about how the lead music producer, I guess, Brian Wilson, was, like, revolutionary and... I found that ABBA sort of used the same production technique and it's called Wall of Sound, sorry. It was invented by, sorry, record producer Phil Spector. And okay. um, let's see where it says here is, to attain the Wall of Sound, Spector's arrangements called for large ensembles with multiple instruments doubling or tripling many of the parts to create a fuller, richer tone. Spector would often duplicate a part played by an acoustic piano with an electric piano and a mm -hmm. harpist chord. And apparently if you mix all these instruments together it creates a whole new sound and um abba's session handler wow. michael b tretto used that technique too have you guys wow. you know have you guys heard um god only knows and stuff like that from the beach boys yeah. like no. good vibrations mm -hmm. i mean i am straight can you play a play an example for 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 our audience so they know what you're talking about okay yeah, okay, yeah i'll add it in editing, editing, ma next. editing magic let's see i'll add it in so I love the colorful clothes you wear And the way the sunlight plays upon your head it's, it sounds really nice. Yeah, because you can hit you can kind of make out that it's it's like drums and Something else It's it, yeah, but it's 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 meant to create like this whole new um, yeah. kind of audio so that it plays through jukeboxes better in the, back in those days so even if the yeah. lyrics are bad people can still like jam out to the uh, audio track so yeah I found that really interesting I was like oh wow by the way I'm just gonna ask you guys did you actually did you, get, did you guys notice that uh, the Mamma Mia font is the same as Nirvana oh yeah I remember I think I saw that no, on, I, uh, yeah, I didn't I didn't I didn't no I didn't no no I didn't no, no, get, calm down Jacob don't, you don't gotta get it don't gotta get aggressive on, on <laughs> us. Listen, Prusa, you are the one that raising the voice on me. I'm keeping it calm. Uh, like a calm before the storm, man, yeah. 
actually uh, something I just found apparently several night scenes including I Have a Dream were shot during the day then edited in post-production what? yeah how do you even achieve that? Uh, in, in, the, in the first one I Have a Dream uh, yeah no you, you, I, I was about to just fire up wait here. sorry what did you say? It says, what was achieved in post-production? Um, like several night scenes including the um, the bit where they sing I Have a Dream like the opening yeah. of the first one. Yeah, there was yeah, shot yeah, during okay, the day yeah, and then edited you, you in post-production. Like, like I, I can see that because I, I, I've sort of been working a lot with After Effects. You can sort of see that it's not night. Oh, right. Okay. Because the shadows are so harsh. Yeah, like you don't get that from a from a moon, right? And also how... And, how, and also just how bright the, the ocean and the water is. Right. So, uh, yeah. But you can just see it by the way that <laughs> the shadows are so harsh on the on on the actor's face, like when she's walking like, when she's walking across the balcony in in, in in the first one here, and you can see so much detail from the letters mm. and also the the, the surrounding islands. But I mean, it does yeah. it does sell it right. It's pretty good. Yeah, because it, 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 it has this dreamy effect. But how would how do you do that in After Effects, or is it like? Is so it quite the easy one to thing do? you can't. So, so the the first thing you would do, like this, is maybe the cheap way to do it. But you know, when you're taking the white balance uh, on your camera, mm. if you actually find a orange uh, background or a paper or something like that, and you right. set orange as your uh, white balance, it okay. will almost immediately make it look like night. Oh, I don't know or, that. Or, or, or it will approve it, and then you add uh, sort of like night uh, effects. You sort of make you you take you take the contrast down and up, and you sort of just adjust it to make it uh, night. When you do the orange peel, it will, it will just like make it look mm. nighty colors. So it'll look like sort of grayish, bluish, like that. But but yeah, no, it, it's a very interesting mm. trick to do for people. But but the thing about a lot of people don't oh, like to wow. use it because it sort of it sort of has the effect of not look, looking like real night, as you can see sort of in, in, in the first scene here. It, it looks like night, mm. but it doesn't look like real night, you know. But for this shot right, here, right. It, it, was, it, it was perfect. Because it sort of, it just gives Damn, the, I'll the You have to show me how to do that. I want to I wanna do this. <laughs> no, yeah, we can do that. Because, uh, Jacob, you, you, you have done quite a little filming during night. Yes, sir. Mm. Yes, sir. And so, like, how did you... Because it, it's quite challenging filming night scenes uh, when you were working on your, on your short film. Because there's yeah, things to do with um, lighting and stuff. Go on. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, the first night scene, um, wasn't that the uh, scene with Daisy and John? Mm-hmm. Ishan, you've seen the film more than me. Yeah, no, it is, isn't it? When he's outside and Daisy comes out, right, I believe? Yeah, I think yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Um, it, I want to I say that scene was was really not hard mm. uh thing is um we filmed that in the summer um so we didn't have a lot of uh night time mm. we started setting everything up uh at like i don't know 12 maybe so we're ready 12 and we started filming maybe like one yeah i'd say one yeah. uh but we had a huge uh and powerful uh light mm. uh up above them that was like kind of supposed to be the moonlight kind of not uh, and that was like the main light, so it lit up a lot. Um, and then we had a side warm light uh, from the right, yeah, from the right side, I think. Mm. Uh, with uh, that was a tungsten lamp. 
uh, yeah, that lit up the side faces. So again, we went, you know, with a kind of orange teal thingy. It, it, it looked good because yeah. we didn't have to um, overdo the ISO. And um, it just it just turned out good. Mm. It wasn't that bad. Second scene outside was probably uh, the shortest scene in the film where um, right after right after that scene, actually, um, mm. where John and Vigo are taking a drink and like kind of getting good with each other yeah, yeah. Uh, didn't have too much light there just had a light from the side um, could have been done better because mm. it was a bit dark yeah um, and also also when I'm thinking about it now um, a lot of the time I'd say every time we were filming um, we used the shutter speed mm. uh, we used to turn that up uh, to get more light yeah, yeah. or less light oh, sorry I don't remember do you guys remember what do you if you turn it up you get more light or if you turn it down you get more light oh no when you turn it down I believe because I you know when you do I think yeah when you turn it down yeah, you get more light yeah I tried doing so, that for yeah. sorry the like um, I forgot the effect you know when it looks all stretchy and stuff yeah. I did that for like um, this thing once and my picture was basically white <laughs> I think I you could see that I think it was like a bus was like stretched out but my, since my camera mm. was so bad it just made the picture white mostly and I was like, Oh well I guess I can't use this. But see in the night it wasn't that bad, but um mm. at least I know we used a lot of we we, we used to turn the shutter speed to like three thousand mm. probably in the daytime just to get uh, the light right. And um right. as I think about it now and look at it, I know this, you know, the lack of motion blur. Uh, and it takes you away a bit actually you don't really notice that when you're filming especially when you're filming or when you're editing mm -hmm. and you, like if you don't really think about it but as I really learn here um, they don't really touch the shutter speed shutter speed have to be at 50 if you're shooting 25 and that's it yeah, yeah. so I uh, yeah. am right. lesson learned because yeah, there's something about it isn't it because um, yeah. in I believe The Hobbit Peter Jackson released the film in 30 frames per second and people left the cinema like throwing up because really? it just yeah it just looked that even though it was only seven frames extra right uh mm. well per second <laughs> people kind of thought it looked a bit off and yeah just didn't do well with it i guess yeah yeah i mean you know uh the new jaden smith film jimini jimini man right yeah, am i right uh, gemini man yeah, yeah, yeah gemini man um that film actually got shown in a couple of cinemas in 120 frames per second Whoa. okay that's weird yeah i would like to see that. that's uh yeah it's um i think it's a cool experience but i don't think it's a thing i would you know usually go to and it's not something people do normally mm. uh because you know i think the the weirdest thing uh the weirdest parts that uh yeah that look weird yeah the parts that looks the weirdest uh, are like fight scenes mm. And yeah, where you're supposed to see a lot of motion blur, but you don't. So it like almost looks like a game. Oh, and yeah, it looks right, really, right. it looks really weird. But uh, it's, I think it's a cool mm, experience. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. I'll probably never see Gemini Man. <laughs> I'm just no, same. <laughs> same. Same. Man, same. Oh, Will Smith. What if? What if? He's like, it's a tragic story, isn't it? Pretty much. He had like, he had everything, and now he's just doing anything. But I will. Have you guys seen the uh, KSI vs. Logan Paul fight? <laughs> I did see it. Uh, it was on at like 5 a.m., wasn't it? And I was like, I think I was working, yeah, yeah 5 o'clock. Have you seen it, like, after? I saw clips, and I kind of feel yeah. bad for Jake uh, Logan Paul a bit, because 
you know when, near the end when he has his hand up and he thinks he's won and then <laughs> oh I was like yeah I mean you know confidence yeah, uh, yeah. 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 but I think honestly I think it's a good fight because yeah I just gonna put it out there I was team Logan mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, I think it was a really good fight mm. uh, honestly it didn't seem like one was you know much better than the other because mm-hmm. I really don't think that was the case yeah. um, you know uh, Logan lost two points because he hit um, he did some illegal like it was weird because he first got um, he first got an uppercut yeah, right. and then he yeah he took his around like his hand around um, Kiesai's neck and then did another uppercut mm-hmm. that's illegal right. but he didn't lose point for that and as Kiesai was on way down was on his way down because yeah. That was a knockdown, uh, counted as a knockdown. He kind of, uh, I would say, tapped him in the back of the head. Yeah, that's obviously illegal, uh, and he got he lost two points for that. Uh, and yeah, people, some people are saying that's too much because the last time two points were deducted was where uh, Mike Tyson bought off his opponent's ear. Oh, <laughs> yeah, crazy. But yeah, I mean, right. I'm not, I'm not going to be like, oh, you know, if uh, if those points weren't deducted, he would have won. Yeah. Because yeah, I mean, technically he would have because KSI won basically with one point. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, so if uh, Logan would have one more point. Yeah. Or KSI one less point, there would be a draw again. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. But I think overall it was a good fight, and they shake hands at the end, and it was fun. Yeah. It was really entertaining. Did you watch it live, yeah. or was it like? Yeah, I did. Oh, I did. Nice we were <sighs> we were awake to like this uh, in in Norway. We were awake to like six. Oh damn! So the fight started at six. Yeah. That's not too bad. Yeah. No, I mean like AM. Oh right, sixteen. Oh wow. Okay then. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to <laughs> even to eat anything, is it? Like you can have if it's at night, you can have like pizzas or whatever. But I mean, we did buy a pizza at like four o'clock. <laughs> Delivery guy hates you. He's like, God yeah. damn it. No, we drove. We drove. Oh nice, we nice, nice. But it was uh, it was fun. Yeah. Because like I, yeah. I remember um, really like watching an interview with Logan Paul, and even the interview, I think he's quite like a he's like a professional. Even he said like it was a tap basically and Logan yeah, Paul's I mean, like a lot thank of people, you <laughs> yeah but it's, it's you know it's that argument I mean you, you should watch the fight and you know so you know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about anyway but you know it's it's uh, the argument goes around and, you know so let's say if those two points weren't deducted uh, but then KSI had a knockdown that wasn't counted as a knockdown and then he should have got that you know mm-hmm. and there's basically this loop where you know people won't ever get um, on the same page mm-hmm. But, you know, I uh, I saw an interview with the referee, actually, the referee himself, and he talked about that situation. Yeah. Uh, and it sounded, you know, it sounded, uh, in my opinion, like, good. Because mm. he was, mm-hmm. uh, he said, uh, he counted this as a knockdown, but he took away two points. So, you know, he got two points. You get two points for a knockdown. Right. And then he lost two points for uh, for the for the tap. Uh, so, you know, it was kind of like you get anything, whatever happens from here and now on decides to fight, you know. Oh, right. uh, and he thought that was, you know, um, what should I say? Uh, fair. Mm. And I see that. And yeah. I mean, I'm not a, I'm not a boxer. I don't know rules because, you know, there's so many people on YouTube yeah. and Twitter that, you know, they, they think they know the rules. And, you know, <laughs> oh, he got one point for this and one point for that. Yeah, and, yeah. you know, there's so many people that don't know. Mm. And I'm not saying I'm not saying that I know because I don't. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, I just saw the I just saw his interview and that's what he said. So, yeah. Right, right. But it, it was a fun fight. It was a fun fight. It was entertaining. Like Justin Bieber were there. Dan Blazerian was oh, there. Really? Dan Blazerian. <laughs> yeah. Justin Bieber. What, the hell? All right. what a king. <laughs> yeah.
Yeah, it's, it's written out. Uh, Woody Allen uh, from BBC right now. Uh, mm. Woody Allen settles a sixty-eight million dollar lawsuit with Amazon over movie deal. You guys know Which who Woody was Allen it? is? Yeah. No, it, it yeah, wasn't yeah. said to yeah. be a movie. It was said to be uh, a four-film deal. Mm. So. Allen initially filed a 68 million or 52 million pound lawsuit in February amid uh, resurfaced allegations that he molested molested his adoptive adopted daughter. Uh, right. So Amazon, Amazon argued that his comments about the entire Me Too movement uh, sabotaged its at, uh, attempts to promote his his new films or new movies. Oh, okay, okay. So then, but yeah, so the film uh, he denied sexually assaulting Dylan Farrow, who was a court case against him in. 1992, under the movie deal uh, signed in 2016, Allen received 10 million dollar advanced in advance payment. But two years later, at the release of yeah. his first film, A Rainy Day in New York, uh, was uh, and the other three films were cancelled apparently. So yeah, been like right. a lot going on. <laughs> have you what, what films have you guys seen of his? I've only seen one, uh, Irrational Man with uh, Joaquin Phoenix. That was kind of good, and Emma Stone as well. I honestly don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe I actually don't know if I've seen any film from this. No, I mean, right, he's, okay. he's a big. I watched Irrational I mean, Man. It's on Amazon. Yeah. Oh, well, could be. Yeah. What about the things you get, have you guys heard about more about the news in uh, Hong Kong? I know a lot of, okay, I do know the uh, police are kind of like sabotaging things in a way to make make it look like the protesters did so it. So five hours ago, uh, I can actually guys, sh- I can actually show you guys a f- video of it, but, but uh, a protester uh, was shot at clone range by the police. Um, oh wow! <laughs> he was the third person shot by police since he, the protest start uh, began. So I mean, he's the third third one being killed. By oh wow, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, later on Monday, a pro Beijing supporter was uh, doused in flammable liquid and set on f- uh, fire after arguing with the mm-hmm. protesters who are demanding greater democracy and police uh, accountability in Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think is like? I'm not sure how political you guys get, but like, it's insane, right? I mean, yeah. it's so frustrating to see because apparently China has has promised to leave Hong Kong alone for at least like to until like 2040 or 2050 or something like that as a deal of the return right, right. Uh, Hong Kong to China in 1990 70. Yeah. When when uh, when uh, the Iron Lady uh, Margaret Thatcher, mm-hmm. no one thought is it Thatcher? Yeah, it's Thatcher, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's sort of uh, and 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 with the handover ceremony, but and and they and they and China promised mm-hmm. that the Hong Kong would rep- remain neutral in a lot of business and they would be free to do whatever whatever they wanted essentially. But now China's more and more been taking over, like uh, arresting people and uh, ex. And deliver them mm-hmm. and uh, extradition them to, to to the mainland, so they'll get prosecuted in China. Mm. Um, it's it's so weird, and and it, and and people get, and end up getting killed, and it's so weird. It's so. Uh, what do you mm. what do you think of the whole thing? You like you were born in Hong Kong, so what is yeah. your thing about it? I mean, I've, yeah, I've, I've kind of 
sort of like a quick YouTube video about it, explaining that the whole reason this is happening is because obviously um, Hong Kong has been under like British rule for a while, but then that ended recently, right? No, for quite that a time. I think it was like t- 100 to 200 years, but yeah, 100 years. Yeah. Well, no, I was, like I was, I was saying, like um, it's been given back to China recently, I believe, or I'm yeah, not yeah, sure. Yeah, that, yeah, that yeah, was yeah. like 90s or something like that. Yeah. Oh wow, yeah, and then you know people are kind of scared that you know if you get prosecuted, you you'd get prosecuted as uh, well under like China's law, not Hong Kong's law. So that's what people are really worried about. Mm-hmm. And I, well, I don't know much about it in that regard, but I know when it comes to gaming, like oh yeah, yeah like uh, Blizzard's. Like one of Blizzard's pro, uh, pro players kind of spoke up about it and basically mentioned how you know there should be uh, freedom of speech and stuff like that, and he kind of got banned. And you know, there's so there's there's a lot of like, like with LeBron James as well. There's a bit of obviously money's talking there, right? A little bit where they're trying to cover their own. Dude, wait, 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 hold on, hold on. can I cut you off there? Uh, you're talking about the uh, gaming and stuff. Yeah. Can I just have, I have a little article here yeah, that I read. It blew my mind. Um, right. So basically, uh, it says here, the Chinese government had released official guidelines in regards to restricting gaming for minors under the age of 18, mm-hmm. citing that the activity is damaging to children's health. Yeah. Gamers under 18 will be banned from playing online between 10 p.m. and 8 a.m. Mm-hmm. They will also be restricted to 90 minutes minutes of playtime on weekdays as well as restricted to three hours on weekends and holidays that's crazy gamers between the ages of 8 and 16 will only be able to spend $30 per month while gamers 16 to 18 will be able to spend double via their respective accounts bro that's mad that's gonna be a huge economic hit as well right because that's a lot of money that they could possibly make I mean can they no as in like in terms of like buying games like say if you're only limited to buying like one game a month that's gonna limit like how much money they make right but but yeah 90 minutes yeah so I mean, so I mean yeah, it's negative yeah yeah for the, the economy right that's what we meant yeah 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 yeah, right, yeah. so that, I mean that yeah that's 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 crazy hearing about that you know like being restricted and you're like, only playing 90 minutes bro on a weekday I know you're not going to China anytime soon not going to China <laughs> <laughs> you die immediately yeah from withdrawals but yeah I, know, I think Johannes you mentioned that right like a couple of days ago or something you were yeah. saying and it's is it really 90 minutes a week yeah well I don't even I don't know what's going on Wait, a week, not uh, a day? It, either a week or a day. And, and a week instead of... It, I it hope a, it's a day. Yeah, I mean... Bro. Holy I mean, the shit. shaders from Modern Warfare take like 20 minutes, so... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, if you guys just look at this, I, I'm, I'm going to send you guys uh, a link here. So this is to the BBC uh, uh, webpage here. And, and here you can see the... Um, shut up. <laughs> Jacob's <laughs> uh, like reading. No. When I'm when I'm thinking, yeah, I do that sound. Is but it yeah. in meme format? No, it's not a meme format. It's, it's a real article, and it's a. So you guys can see the protest going on, but also you can see uh, the the poor protester who was shot by the Hong Kong police. And because it's so weird to see the videos in a way, just because it's sort of the police that are the bad guys here, as opposed yeah. to, to like different. Because they're because pro- they're, they're protesting that they don't want to become part of China again, and I can understand that because China is being really creepy these these last few years. I feel like mm. they've been doing a lot more 
advancement uh, westwards, uh, like the, uh, the whole t- uh, Tibetan thing, and also mm. the the recently released uh, documents revealing that China has this uh, this sort of concentration camp mm. uh, facilities going on. So I'm, I'm not I'm not 100% sure, sure of how what the extent or if, if this is just a myth or, or or something like that. It's just sort of like rumors I've been hearing around. Yeah. But I mean, oh, it's so sad just because I just want everyone to be free and happy and want to do whatever they want. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> Yeah. What do you think, Ishan? Okay, I'm going to actually do some more research on this. Um, because, yeah, I mean, I remember you showing me those pictures of the concentration camp, and I was like, that can't be real. But sadly, it is. Mm. Actually, okay, to bring it back to the film, I guess, aspect, um, are you guys looking forward to any films coming out recently? Well, what have you guys watched recently that's like, um, oh my God, no, it's no, amazing. No film that I'm uh, looking forward to right now, like okay. besides Star Wars coming up, but I'm looking forward to next oh, week yeah. when Star Wars The Mandalorian will finally release on Disney+. Plus. It's tomorrow, isn't it? I remember, November yeah. November 12th? Yeah, I mean, because... Isn't it? Yeah, because I... Dumbass? Because, yeah, I was, I was <laughs> talking about it last week. Yeah, so it's this week. <laughs> oh my god 12th of November oh my god we're not seeing uh, we're not gonna see Johannes for a few weeks then nope <laughs> <laughs> but are you are you gonna get the Disney Plus subscription because it's kind of a good deal from what I saw how expensive is it and stuff like that uh, well I mean I saw it seven, from like a, I think it's, like seven, I think it's seven dollar a month I think so yeah six ninety nine. yeah and um, you get all Disney you know f- um like cartoons and stuff like that like Disney animated films and you also apparently they're rebooting That's So Raven <laughs> and like High School Musical oh my god <laughs> oh we, we okay so yeah UK fans will have to wait until January 2020 to see it on Netflix but in US they might be uh, already or later in this uh, in oh. November <laughs> but I'm looking forward to The Irishman though a lot. That, oh yeah, that. it's gonna be three hours and thirty minutes of cinematic goodness. Ah, uh, that's yeah. I forgot about that one. That's gonna be really good. I'm looking forward yeah. to that. But but wait, is the Irishman a sequel or something to no. Goodfellas? No. no, 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 no. Oh, Jacob, have you seen Goodfellas? Yes, sir. Oh, what? I wanted to see it with you, man. <laughs> what are you doing, man? What are you doing? <laughs> How did you find it, man? It was good. Yeah, I liked it. Awesome, awesome. Oh, I'm glad you saw it, man. What yeah, do you think about finally. It? I think it was really good. Mm. Um, I I watched it still. I watched it on a plane on my phone. All right, all right. So you know, but uh, I think it was fun. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to say that, but I got bored for a couple of minutes. Was what? that because you were on a plane or something, and maybe like that? It could, it could be, could be. I was just tired or something. But, How uh, dare you? Uh, but yeah, I'm an honest man. <laughs> that I find hard to believe. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> no, no, okay, I can see that. Um, but hey, at least it's 17 new songs on your Spotify playlist. Am I right? Yeah, yeah. I love I love the songs in that film. Before, for those who don't know, what actually is the Mandalorian going to be about? So the Mandalorian is, is going to feature this uh, uh, bounty hunter, hence the Mandalorian, yeah. because the Mandalorian. Where a native is a planet in in the Star Wars universe filled up with these warrior types, right? And it's obviously where also Boba Fett and Jango Fett inherit from because they have this uh, these iconic armors and helmets. Mm. Uh, 
you know, the budget is 120 million. So I don't know how many episodes they're going to be, but that's quite impressive. Uh, I think they said it was going to be. I mean, I figure at least five till ten episodes. Mm. So somewhere around there. But yeah, so I found some type of um, synopsis. I'm not sure if it's if it's an official one, but it's, it, it reads the following. After the stories of Django and Boba Fett, another worry emerges in the Star Wars universe. The Mandalorian is set after the fall of the Empire and before the emergence of the First Order. We follow the uh, travails of uh, of a lone gunfighter in the outer reaches of the galaxy, far from the authority of the New Republic. Oh, damn. Oh, so it is uh, set in the future, the New Republic, right? Yeah, so it, it, uh, from this quote, it, it's supposedly to be set uh, right after the, the Empire's fall and before and the New Order. Because in episode three, it's the Republic that's fallen, isn't it? Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. All right, all right. John Favreau's Favreau's directing it. Happy Hogan. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm, exci- yeah. I'm excited. I like what it. Do you, no, you, no, Ishan, you haven't actually seen the Star Wars trailer, have you? The I have not. I because I don't want it to. Oh, dude, what the? <laughs> what the frick, dude? <laughs> Jacob, now control your anger. I know you get angry. <laughs> what was that? That was like Marge from The Simpsons. <laughs> Homer, Homer. Yeah. No, because, hey, guys, we're going to experience it on December 19th. It's going to be awesome, right? Mm-hmm. Don't worry about it. Yeah, you know, it would have been awesome if you bought the first tickets, you know, but you bought it at 7 a.m., you dumbass. 3 a.m., dude. I won't be able to get any trains. At 7 a.m. No. <laughs> there, there was one film that was out at 0001. Was it? Yeah. Oh, was that the yeah, 2D yeah. showing? I don't know. Oh, I hope. We have 3D, dude. Yeah. I forgot that. See what I mean? No. Okay. Yeah. I, mean, I don't like 3D. <laughs> oh, come on. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. It'll be, it'll be fine. We're going to experience in IMAX, which I'm so excited about. IMAX, yeah. Star Wars. I think that's like... No, the, I mean, IMAX 3D must be good. Yeah. My, it can't be My sister bad. said the one in BFI is like the the biggest screening she's ever been to for i think she watched uh um the james bond film that came out recently yeah i mean not recently a couple of years ago yeah. and she was like she had to apparently like go like twist her neck left to right just to kind of see the entire screen apparently <laughs> that's how massive it is uh yeah because I'm, I'm not sure how you guys measure it but in meters it, 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 the screen is supposed to be 20 meters uh, tall and 26 meters wide damn so that's tall that's really yeah. tall and big. Uh, 500, uh, like 5,000 uh, square meters, right? Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> it'll, be, it'll, be, it'll be momentous. <laughs> I mean, I'm so excited, but uh, like Star Wars on IMAX in 3D, I think it's been a dream of mine for so many years. <laughs> <laughs> you might. Will you cry? <laughs> Probably. I mean. So before, just, uh, so like the few days before leading up to the nineteenth, when we'll finally see it, I will be w- watching every single Star Wars film. What? Hell You're yeah! Mad. So I'm gonna watch one, the, the first one, second one, third one, uh, the prequel to trilogy. Then I'll watch Rogue One. Uh, then I'll watch uh, Solo. Mm. Then four, five, six, mm. seven, eight. And Mandalorian, and then <laughs> <laughs> you're insane. I Honestly, I haven't seen uh, Solo. You haven't seen Solo yet? No, I wasn't. I wasn't hyped for that at all. Actually, it was. It was. It was, good. it was all right. I mean, it was. 
Uh, I, I like the Rogue One one. That's one of the best, I feel, that's been coming out recently. Rogue One was really beautiful. Ro- yeah, Ro- I really loved Rogue One. Mm-hmm. That was such a good movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, I remember, uh, I remember the scene so clearly when Darth Vader appears in the final oh, uh, scene so of the film. And I was actually, I couldn't breathe. I was like, I was sitting in my seat, <laughs> in my seat yeah. in, in the cinema. I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. I was yeah. so, because I always wanted to see Darth Vader re- really fight. Mm. Like you didn't get to see him like fight real in, in, in the fifth and the sixth one. It was more like, oh, very, yeah. it was vaguely fencing. It wasn't very like, but like see him actually dominate as he, as the mm. legends told about, he could just pull all the weapons out like with one yeah. pull and going yeah. crazy like that. Oh my God. I know I got goosebumps when I saw it. I saw it at the cinema, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, "I was left speechless, pretty much." It was amazing. Shame. But I think Jacob, what do you want to talk about next week? Which film do you think we should do? Huh. You know what I would have enjoyed? What's that? Talking about Modern Warfare. Modern Warfare. Yeah. All right. I mean, that was just the, that was just the first thing that popped into my head because I've been just so hyped about the game. Yeah, yeah, and, you yeah. know, Maybe it would be cool to change it up a bit. Yeah. Talk about a game. All right, all right. Um, we could do that. Okay, like from next podcast as well, we can have like a gaming section, sort of as well. Sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sounds good because we all love sure, games. Right. Yeah. Um, Talk about Sea of Thieves as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, sure. Yeah. All right, everybody. That was it for this week's podcast. Talking a little bit about uh, Mamma Mia and getting a bit like political, I guess. I mean, that's not, nothing <laughs> yeah, that we sure. have really done before. But I mean, it's. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's important to sort of discuss things that people are sort of forgetting. No, not forgetting in a way, but I think just our... Because we are the young generation, right? So I think we should at least talk about a little bit about these things mm. and at least be, in, be informed of what's going on in the world. Mm. So if if this is something that people don't like, uh, let us know. Or if people do enjoy these kind of things, because we're thinking about having a new structure on our podcast. We were talking a bit, little bit about it uh, behind the scenes here. We were discussing that for the mm. next one. We would talk a bit more... 30 minutes or 40 minutes about a specific film and then we'll transition into other topics maybe yeah. non, non-related tops, non-film related topics and, uh, and such uh, what are your thoughts on that? Could you be happy to do that, guys? Yeah, yeah, sounds good, man because um, it's kind of like a Joe Rogan sort of podcast, right? Just have it be about the guest for a bit and then just talk about like, uh, like, uh, like I don't know, news and stuff like that, sounds good Mm-hmm. And gaming as well. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, true. yeah, brother. You know, uh, getting oh, the God. diversity in the in the in the different uh, speculations in uh, different um, uh, parts of uh, information. <laughs> 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 yeah, no, no, no. Please tell no, me you're not reading a script. To, <laughs> no, no. I was trying to find a word. Um, mm-hmm. No, you know. Uh, yeah, I think because uh, you know we're we're talking about the film and then we just start talking about something else mm-hmm. and we're more hyped than that either, either if it's um, something uh, up to date or if it's something you know we don't talk about that is important mm. uh, but yeah I totally agree we should do that more because you know it's kind of it's a more uh, free speech I guess yeah, yeah. opens up more doors more uh, improv sort of yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. alright so we're not scripting this man <laughs> <laughs> yeah. hell yeah brother but yeah I think that sounds like a plan and I 
with that, I think thank you so much for everybody uh, who tuned into this episode, this week's episode, uh, wherever you're listening to this uh, in the morning, in, in the evening, in the car, on the flight, in the shower, <laughs> when you're taking a shite. <laughs> it's important to listen and it means so much uh, to us for your guys' support. And as always, uh, reach out on our Facebook page uh, with suggestions to topics, films. Or if you just want to talk, I mean, mm-hmm. uh, let's go, champ. Let's go. Champ. Let's go. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> thank you, and goodbye. Thank you for listening, guys. Peace out. Yeah, goodbye, brothers. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> and well. Oh.